Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another Shop Talk show. We are here again for another topic. This time, we will be discussing music in the game with Omar. Omar is from the Tale of D20s podcast, and Omar, why don't you go ahead and um, say say a little something about yourself in the podcast? Sure, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Omar, and I am the CEO and owner of a Tale D20s LLC. Uh, we are a podcast network, uh, currently with two shows: uh, the nice. drama, the natural, uh, the drama Descent into the Void, where we have uh, our heroes go deeper, deeper within the world of the Void and facing against the gods themselves and trying to save the multiverse. And then we have the comedy, the natural ones, where we follow heroes and on a very uh, whimsical, comical adventure uh, as they go deeper into the Roselands and uh, save the world from impending doom. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, and if you're coming at us from uh, one of your guys' feeds, my name is Jason Leonard. I'm a, the player of Tam Westcrown on the Serpent's Skull Adventure Path run in the Shield Bash podcast. Uh, it's a Pathfinder actual play uh and uh we release every two weeks we just have the one feed because we're not we're, we're not fancy with titles except for what we choose to give ourselves <laughs> yes. uh, and but like i mentioned today's topic is music in the game and everybody knows you know music in media is a very powerful thing that's the reason why it's in every movie you've ever seen ever but omar what drew you to this topic today if you listen to our podcast, you'll see that we have lots of music. There's background music, music that changes the the atmosphere. And for the purpose of that, I love music. I love sound, and I feel like it influences the gameplay. At one moment, you could be having a tense scene where your characters are having an argument, and then have that music just amplifies it that much further. It just brings a whole new uh, feeling to the role play and just exponentially uh, increases its uh, impact to the listeners, I feel, and to the players, uh, most definitely. Like, I feel like my, because uh, I'm the resident tail weaver for Descent into the Void, which means I'm the dungeon master, it's a fancy word for dungeon master. And I like to pull out the emotion from everyone. So when I can hit that perfect song of where the one character is seeing their mother for the first time and then tears are running down their face and you have that sad music that hits, then not only do we have to act, but like we're, it's almost like we become the characters 100% and they lose themselves within the character. And that's what I want to capture, that moment where you're no longer... a a player or a, per, a player playing a character like you are your character you are like one of our characters Horatio Cain you are Horatio Cain you're not playing Horatio Cain and I feel like that's where the golden point is that's where the juice is I, I agree my question do you run the music while you're playing or do you add it in post it sounds yeah. like you definitely run it while you're doing it yes so I um do run the music while we're playing um i use a very different software and get it on and get it uh, in and after post uh when i'm listening and editing it i'm like okay so maybe that song didn't work as well or, or maybe i can find something more dramatic and i'll place it on there but for the most part what you're hearing in the podcast is exactly what the players are hearing when they're uh playing the game nice i personally i think music 
almost like subconsciously influences people when it's done right. Mm-hmm. You know, like because uh, if you throw down a weird track at a weird time, it can break tension and make everyone laugh. But you know, a good soundtrack helps invest you in what's happening. You know, especially when you can't see it. Exactly. So, yeah, it's you know, we do all of our music post um, because we're just haven't quite uh, figured out how we want to start doing it during, but it's um, it's definitely something we've been looking at for a while. Uh, you mentioned you, you what kind of software do you use? So right now, so we used to use um, a, a bot in Discord because we all record within Discord. We all use Audacity and record ourselves, and then I use Discord as a backup just in case something were to happen. So there's a bot called Groovy that can play the music, but I've recently gotten into something called Bardly, B-A-R-D-L-Y, where it's you upload all of your songs, and they give you free songs, free of use songs, but um, we upload all of our original songs um, as well as the ones that we have licenses to. And it can easily transition from one to the next. You make groups that say like battle music, uh, tearful music, epic music. And I just hit the play button and it will fade out and fade into what I was playing. And it just, everyone just needs to have the internet open, that page open. Adjust the volume to how oh. you see fit. And yeah, and then that's what we use. So Barley's a, been a great program. It sounds like it. And especially if it works for multiple people at a time mm-hmm. who are, you know, spread out like that. Do you do most of your recording? Uh, like almost all your recording through the internet. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. of everything with COVID right now, we've been doing everything um, remote, and everyone just hops on, puts on their camera, get into Discord, and then I'm like, go to this website. This because everyone with Barley, you get your own website with all your music, and then they just listen. I control it, and they just listen to it as they go. That's fantastic. I, I don't like we've recorded in person, but I think I might check that out for other pur- purposes. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I definitely suggest it. Free Barley plug. Yeah, in fact, while we're sitting here, um, totally talking about the music, I'm not looking this up. Uh, is it Bardley.com or? Bardley.io. .io. Okay, yeah, listeners, don't worry. I'm totally invested in this conversation and not looking that up right now. Just save <laughs> for later. Yeah, that's also how these conversations is also how I got hooked onto the IDEA website, which is the International Database of English Accents, which is also... Totally wow. off topic, but is fantastic. Like if you ever want to hear somebody from another country speaking English to try and master an accent, uh, that's where you go. I will write that down. Thank you for that. <laughs> Some music, right? We're talking about it from like uh, you know the side of a podcaster. Everybody who listens to a lot of these podcasts, you've heard of Sirenscape. Everybody knows Sirenscape, right? Mm-hmm. Roll20's got some stuff in it as well. And, you know, worse comes to worse, you set up a little Bluetooth speaker next to your microphone and just have it real faint in the background. But one of the big things, too, for a lot of games, uh, especially when they start meeting in person again, is going to be, you know, where can they find good music? Now, Bardley is, sounds like the fantastic source because it's going to work in game, whether you're in person or recording remotely. A lot of people use YouTube. Do you have any other other places that you try to find music at? So, YouTube one is amazing, um, but been po- doing a podcast that we're putting on 
um, for everyone to listen to, there's always the whole thing about getting the rights to music and yes. everything. So, of course, I'll start off by saying if you're doing your own campaign and you're at home, use the already brilliant composing music that has already been composed from several video games and epic music for your soundtrack. Go on. But for a podcast point, I also do music myself. So, And we also have a lot of people who do music in um, a Tale D20. So we would either A create our own music our theme song is original uh written um by me and other artists i have worked with as well as our um main our main theme we have a theme song an intro song and a main theme song that you'll hear every time i i do the recap so those were done by us through fantasy ground i'm sorry through fruity loops or one of those type of programs uh but also we did a lot of talking and uh, with other composers and said um hey we love your music can we give you credit? Because I think you always give credit to um, the people who aid you and the people who uh, supply you with their work. And they're like, totally, yeah. Jan Rosa, I will give them a plug right now, has been one of the forefront in our campaign, Descent into the Void. Uh, the music with Jan Rosa is just passionate, and it, it brings the tears, trust me. So speaking with Jan, um, they were like, go right ahead, use it. Just give me credit. Of course, we give you credit all the time. And we built a friendship because I'm just like, I love your music. You're the soundtrack to our campaign. So reaching out to other composers and I would say it's a good way to do it if you're running a podcast or try to create something on your own. It's not very difficult when you take some lessons and start practicing. Yeah. And if you need lessons, you can harken back to YouTube and yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I know we... Um, we the program we use to record is uh, called Traction, and is actually originally designed for music. One of the guys has been messing around with it, but we don't have the um, the expertise that you guys have. But it must be fantastic. I know another podcast, uh, Dimension Door. One of their mm -hmm. guys also does uh, a lot of sound stuff, and he wrote all of their tracks initially, and then they got a hold of a local um, uh, heavy metal group to do some of their stuff as well. And it's just oh yeah. I know I have in the past used um, free music archives to find stuff, and you do have to pay attention. You know, like Omar said, the music we use is all by a uh, person named Lee Rosevere, and all we have, you know, the only thing that's listed is accreditation. It's all, everything's listed as music by, and it's it's been fantastic just to be able to find pretty much anything that I need for because he's there's so much. So much out there that you can find. Mm, totally, yeah. Basically, if you guys want to get music campaign, it's search for it. You can Google it, and it's you'll find so much there. There's something for everybody in every type of podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, when you mentioned like all the the video game companies, I oftentimes will put on the Skyrim soundtrack when I'm just trying to work on something else because mm -hmm. it's it's there's so much there and it's not a lot of it's not very wordy you know so it's easy to to listen to and concentrate on what's happening yeah i love the skyrim so before i started making my so i based my music like my inspiration comes from skyrim i'm just like like skyrim day music skyrim night music what do they put in there they have twinkles to symbolize night you can hear crickets in the background you have that like kind of that like certain beats that are very slow and do 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 that, that you would associate with nighttime and i'm like this is how you make music i love it yeah no it's it, i've got the one it's like three hours long that i just go to and like when i start typing it in youtube it just pops up and i'm like yeah oh, well you know i'm gonna be 
going to be reading this scenario or this book or working on this. So it's, you know, I got that running in the background because it just helps concentrate. And you're right. Like, there's one. I can still, in my mind, hear the you just entered town sounds. <laughs> you know, it's and, it, you know, it part, part of it is, you know, because I played played it for so long. When I hear it, I'm like, I just feel like I just got home. And uh, more than just music, though, that's one of the things uh, to talk about is I personally don't really use a lot of music in my game. I'm more of a fan of the environmental sounds. Rain, uh, dripping water, clash of swords, whatever it happens to be, you know, crowded marketplace. What is your opinion on those? I think it's great. And I would say that there's some, there's a, a certain uh, feeling you get from listening to the sound effects like like for instance we had an episode where everyone was at the dock so we have like the sounds of bells ringing wave crashing it is almost as if the listener can just smell the the uh the wind from the salty winds from the sea or something like that especially when you top it on you um compound it with like like a description saying like you step into the harbor those the winds from the sea wafts over your noses and you hear like that ding ding and the and blowing wind like it really makes it come to life not only for the listeners but for the players and that brings out the best kind of reaction in the players so you have like gold content from them i can hear the gulls now yeah <laughs> creaking of wood of the ships in the dark mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it does help a lot i uh have you ever had any bad experiences with music or sound effects? I would say yes. So I'm not perfect. I especially it's difficult when you're listening uh, when you're when you're in a live uh, actual play and you're trying to make sure the music fits the scene and the players are going one way and you're like, okay, I think it's gonna be sad and then they change it to this most ridiculous moment and then the music is playing and you're like, ooh, this is kind of killing the mood and I can tell that everyone's like just. Like, there's more like ums, there's more pauses because they're kind of out of it. Because and I'm just like, that's my fault. I, I played the wrong music and I totally broke the immersion. Breaking the immersion is the worst. Yeah, yeah. No, I I will admit I was a little surprised when you said like you're DMing and running the music live in the game at the same time because that does sound like just a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keeping up with both those things. It's yeah. You know, like I listen to uh, Glass Cannon podcast of mm-hmm. course and you know they have one of the players in charge of that stuff just because it's like it is so much being the dungeon master is already so much work mm-hmm. and setting the mood on top of that with your words and then also with the music it's i would almost need to have like a bunch of hotkeys where it's just like one says happy one says sad and i can just punch them oh, as fast yeah. as i need to yeah i used to have that i used to i have i use a um a razor uh, gamepad, and I set it to D and D mode. And where my button was just like, like even oh, and like one instance, all the players have their own theme songs that are original um, that we wrote. So it's like, oh, they're gonna get the last blow, and I'm like, okay, they're about to kill it. Play their theme song while they're killing it, or it's like it's their their sad song when they sing something about their history. So I have to make sure I hit it. And you can sometimes hit the wrong one, and it is just like like this happy go lucky song, and everyone's like, um. To- and like they totally like per- burst the bubble and come out of it. And I'm like, all right, hold on, rewind. We're gonna get back into it again. I played the wrong song and ruined it. <laughs> Edit break. 
Yeah. <laughs> like they, they hear clown music like do 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 and they're like, um <laughs> And then my mother died in my arms. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, stuff like that has happened, but uh, for the most part, I, I I like it. I like being doing the music because I think I can pretty much guess where it's going, and and I'm like they're being. It's a sad moment. I'm gonna play a sad song because I know I want them to be even sadder. I want tears. Like my, the players have actually cried, uh, and where I know in tons of campaigns they have, but I like they've cried so much because the music is just bringing has set them down and they're, and then they're still acting they're still being the characters yet all that tear and that juicy emotion is coming out and i love it i revel in that in the feeling of the game because i love being transported to another world like entirely i don't think anybody who listens to this will question your passion for this <laughs> you're very you're very excited about it, i can tell and in a very good way like it's it's a wonderful thing to have especially from the person who's in charge Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, um, so in your opinion, why do you think more people don't use music? Do you think they're just like kind of intimidated by it a bit or they just don't want to hassle with figuring out how to start it or what? I would think a combination of both. I would definitely say people are intimidated by it because they don't want to play. It's a lot to as you were saying before, to take care of, make sure that you're still in the game but you play the right music. It's something like extra and like why would you want to make your job even more difficult kind of thing and then also the fact that it's you don't want to play the wrong song or or maybe you you just don't want to ruin the moment you just because you don't want what if someone doesn't hear you what if you don't what if someone has their volume too low and there's a lot of things that can go wrong um so is it the risk worth the reward and i would say yes i it's uh, maybe at first you'll fumble a little bit but i think with some practice and having everything organized organization is key like i said with bartley i have sad songs or i have character a sad songs character b sad songs, battle songs so i have it all listed so it's just easy to click one two three so the moral of the story is that if you just make it as easy as possible you won't have to be intimidated by it you can easily just switch and if you play the wrong song just switch to another one <laughs> just right there and then you just keep going yeah. Barley is amazing for that. I will say this. Um, you know, we play Pathfinder. I don't know how familiar you are with Pathfinder, but it is yeah. a very, yeah, you know, then it's a very rules heavy system. Mm-hmm. Getting into it, you're going to make mistakes. Why not just, you know, make some more? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I like, we just started a, uh, a, a third show that we're working on, which is the Starfinder campaign. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so, and I, coming from someone who mostly did, I did 3.5, 4E, 5E, but going in for, from just strictly doing 5E and doing Starfinder, I was like, whoa, this is a lot, but we're gonna, we're gonna work it out. And there were some kinks, but we had some spacey music going on, and we just got into it, and yeah, just made, took chances, uh, got messy, make mistakes, you know, Miss Frizzle sets. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, was, they you know they, they made new seasons of that, and I my, I got my kids to watch it on Netflix, and they were oh. so excited to see. And I was excited to watch it because you know it's like you know basically all I need that is is that and another season of Reading Rainbow, and I'm my childhood is revamped. Right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I love so, it. So anyway, um, yeah. So you bring up Starfinder, which is nice. It also kind of points out um, the different types of campaigns need different types of music and it's not yeah. just the settings because obviously you know your space stuff can have a similar stuff you know if you look at like 
Firefly is the, probably the prime example of like, okay, where you can have like a Western music mm-hmm. in space. Star Wars, you can have your big epic fantasy music in space, but also the feel. Because you mentioned you have your drama campaign and you have your comedy p- campaign. Mm-hmm. Is it like, do you have just as many sad songs for the comedy one? Or is like, do you just have like multiple happier songs? Or like, what is the real difference between the, the feel of the campaigns and how you do music for it? Oh, totally. So, uh, Zeki, who plays uh, Calamity Cal Morgul in Descent to the Void, all is the DM for the natural ones, which is the comedy. Um, though it does have serious moments, but it's more focused on the comedy side. Uh, originally, the first few, the first episode didn't have music, and then we uh, got licenses for other songs and use it within the entire company. And uh, on in natural ones, it definitely is more of a like you'll have the village music where you're walking to a village and more whimsical music. Whereas in Descent to the Void, it's those uh, death scenes, dramatic music. The song's a lot, um, a lot, which more more um, somber and remorseful, which will pull a tear. Whereas in natural ones, you wouldn't be pulled in that way. Where it's a more uplifting, happy. Uh, campaign though i say happy now stuff still happens in there that yeah. will make your heads roll but but it's more like to... you know if they win a big fight in your dramatic one is like the sad of like okay you had to kill somebody whereas in the other one it's like you are victorious right yeah which one do you think is easier uh, i don't know which one would be considered easier because it depends on the person so zeki does um the music he puts the music on for his campaign uh natural ones and i would feel that it would be harder for me because i'm more i'm more of a dramatic person personally so i I live for those moments so like all the tv shows game of thrones um like uh things like that of that nature where just like those passionate sad songs and things always happen a bad happen um walking dead like I draw naturally to that, so I'm just like, yeah, this is a scene. This is sad. We're going to need to have some strings here. And like I said, I did music. I went to school for music. Um, so I have a slight unfair advantage, but... <laughs> um, and I'm like, this is a sad moment. But then it's like, I ha- when it comes to like, the happy times, I'm like, I don't know. What's happy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was like, I can't do happy that well. And I go, Zeki, what's good? What's happy? What's laughter? And he's like, this is funny. I'm like, but I, don't, I don't do funny. <laughs> so for whatever reason this is why we have the 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 split between our campaigns and i love it i love that we have such a diverse group uh of people um who can bring all of that because i'm just super dramatic and somber when it comes to like the types of things i'm into in tv shows and music and things like that because i like that emotional like heart-wrenching uh so i think to answer your question it depends on who you are uh it's like for me personally the happy is harder than the dra- dramatically sad no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I have found on a personal level that the music that I'm listening to can directly affect my mood. So mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I can see how what mood you're in affects the music that you make. It's it's like the uh, Willy Wonka, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know? Yeah. When Johnny Depp's like, I feel sad. That's why my candy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not that exactly. if you feel sad, your music would suck, but you know, sad, sad mood, sad music is what I'm. That one got off the rails. No, no, no totally. And like, and like, but I would say, warning: 
don't go into it uh, feeling sad and listening because you'll just kind of exacerbate it and make yourself feel sadder. And you don't want to edit or or do D&D sad. You just want to um, there's a definitely a meta moment you have to have where you realize you're not this character. So don't bring yourself down, but you still want to give your all so you're fully immer- immersed into it. So I would just say. There's a little bit of just make sure you have that wall separating too, so you don't go deep down when it comes to the dramatic kind of scenes and all that, uh, especially if it hits. Because our campaign can hit some uh, some triggers for certain people. Because where we don't do anything that's like like over the rails or terrible or torture things like that, um, where, but it does touch some dark some dark uh, themes in there that we see every day it's kind of like a therapy we use because we all have our own problems um so this D is like or just ttrpg is a therapy for us so we touch upon that and we overcome it in the most fantastical exuberant ways <laughs> with magic and such um so i make sure we do have talks about like how are we feeling let's get our minds right and um make sure everything we have check-ins make sure everyone's good and then be like well this is going to be a dramatic one i feel so we're going to have some hard dramatic music so everyone bring your drama and they're like yep and they turn it and they flip and turn it on and i think that just comes with practice and the more you play and use these themes the better you get at it oh yeah yeah actually um we in one of the previous episodes we talked about doing that uh just as a, a regular thing not just like hey how are you feeling about this like how are you feeling about the game but also how is your character feeling helps people get in the mindset of what's going on and right. everything so right. it can help them especially you know if it's been a little while since you've played or a lot has happened in the last couple sessions it's a good way to kind of refresh everybody and and get them where they're you know maybe even sometimes they realize something else about their character you know mm-hmm. like yeah i never i didn't think about it but my character would totally be upset about this or something like that yeah and we touch upon that so we have an after show called should have had a d8 where we like have either where everyone (laughs) and we all get together well the cast members of each show or even guests come on and we just basically talk about like what happened last episode and i recap the last episode and i'm like so what was your character thinking when you did this and like what do what does your character think? What would you how would your character react if they found out that this really happened or something to the third? And they always give like that we dive deep into it. Meanwhile, there is music playing in it and it's kind of like that like calm coffee uh house music to get everyone's kind of like chilled because during sessions, like although we're having fun, we're kind of like serious and into it and bringing our A game. So I'm like now unwrap it unravel listen to this nice calming coffee music and tell me how you were feeling then and we just dive deep into the psychosomatic of their characters yeah Uh, i'm just gonna point out i love looking and like hearing about new podcasts because it's almost a guarantee that there's a pun in there somewhere (laughs) that one is fantastic should have had a d8 uh (laughs) (laughs) it was one of our play i can't even take credit for that i think uh, actually, no, we, as a group, I think we all came up with that. We were just, I don't remember the other names we had, but it was all like, should have had a D8 and we slapped ourselves in the head. Oh, that's why, because we were playing and we were, and in a bardic inspiration at that time was a D8. And we were like, mm, should have had a D8. And we're like, wait, that would be a good idea for a show. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's almost, you know, a good way to pitch a sponsorship, baby. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, so like, yeah, so what you were saying, you know, that smooth mellow stuff. I found one listeners familiar with uh, Shield Bash. We start all, like our pitch 
is we want it to seem like you're actually sitting at a normal group, like barely even a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So we start our episodes and, you know, we're just shooting the shit and talking about whatever. And I've got this music. I, it's called Southside, again, by Lee Rosevere. And it's just this, you know, it's music that you would almost think that you'd hear just sitting out in your backyard on a sunny summer day, glass mm-hmm. of lemonade, feet up, just on a porch swing. Keeps it all nice and smooth and relaxed and lets people know that like, you know, none of this is that important. And then we go into the actual music for the for the show. <laughs> but. Oh no, totally. I yeah, I love it. And then so you can see like I just think music is just so important. And and I'm not saying it's the end-all be-all. You need to have music. There's tons of great podcasts I listen to that didn't have music. But I just personally just think that brings a whole nother level, like a new element. Like you can't go wrong by putting music. But post or during, it's just like adds another layer that can only just exemplify the work that you everyone in TTRPG community puts into their, their podcasts. Okay, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on that. Do you think you literally can't go wrong? Or do you think you somebody can actually do it the wrong way? Well, yes. If you pick, you need the right music. Like I said, if someone's dying and you have do 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 in the background, it's gonna totally throw it off. And yes, but I I feel that as as like in the TTRPG community and nerd culture, if you will, is like we all have that. Like we all play video games. We all play like everyone has like that. They know. You watch TV shows, like, I'll go back again, like, uh, Westworld, Game of Thrones, where that music scene that you're crying and you're just, like, you're hearing it, everybody knows it. You just have to dig deep and remember. It's not wrong to emulate something you've heard. I emulate one of my favorite composers from music, and that inspired me to do music was Hans Zimmer, who he does, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, tons it, of things. Tons of things, he Hans yeah. Zimmer. Though. Hans Zimmer is fantastic. In, in, in Inception, it's just like that. Those sounds like make that movie. When you hear that, like if you ever seen Interstellar, when you hear that that organ going on when they're going to space, it's like then like you're just like feeling it. Like your body's vibrating. It's like, that's the power of music. And so I feel like you, uh, us as um, just people who enjoy that content, also have that ability. It's don't think that you you can't add the music. You know what kind of music. The trick is just finding it and making sure you like you get good quality music. Give credit and make sure you like don't steal music. Um, get the rights to it and then use it in your in your um, content. And I feel like it's almost like you can almost do no wrong. Would be I would say that. <laughs> it's hard to screw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, don't try to don't try to get cre- um, you know license for Hans Zimmer stuff you we can't afford that <laughs> been there to try that nope just like hey we're just a normal uh small business TTRPG uh, podcast you mind if we use your music not even in a response uh, so, fair enough I love yeah. you Hans Zimmer it's okay though I love you <laughs> yeah no that's we we have this joke whenever somebody happens to bring up in conversation like a celebrity you know one of the guys is always like hey you know Tom Hanks if you ever if you listen to this and you want to come game with us you know just just hit us up. Here's the <laughs> Gmail. You can have it come play, come play Pathfinder with us. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, there, there's no way we're going to attract that kind of attention, but it's nice <laughs> to think about it. Yeah, it's always nice to dream. Yeah, and so, you never know. Yeah, you know, it could be that you know, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson just happens to be perusing podcasts and is like, oh, this one seems. I'll listen to an episode of this, and here's his name, and goes, you know what? Screw it. Let's make yeah. their let's make their day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the music, 
let's say you're just starting out. How do you recommend somebody starts getting music into their game? And let's say, you know, it's not a podcast, it's just a home game. Do you think they start... That obviously, they probably don't start making customized playlists because, you know, while most DMs do have that frantic energy of just like, I'm going to create and create and create, it's not always a feasible way to start. So, like, what would be your recommendation for somebody who's just like, you know, I just want to get some, some mood music in my game? I would definitely say YouTube, best place to start. Um Possibly, if you got speakers, it doesn't have to be best. So you can put them in like, in a nice uh, corner, so it's out of the way and everyone can hear it. And um, look for video games. We went over Skyrim. I say start with Skyrim. Skyrim has everything. It's basically D and D, the video game. How like Skyrim is? If you and that's like kind of like like we'll we'll, we'll using D and D for instance. Um, Skyrim is great. Or if you're going to use um, sci-fi, just pick a sci-fi uh, video game like Mass Effect. It's an amazing soundtrack and it's about space. Use that and then pick games that you love, like something that's closer to you because you'll be more comfortable because you're like, I know this song. This is the daylight song that happens when the sun rises in Skyrim. So I would use it when the players wake up in the morning and just have it just tabs. If your computer can handle the many tabs in Google, just have each one in a uh, tab and just switch to each one. Uh, if not, then, you know, just go ahead and search it. Maybe make a favorites. And that's when it goes making a playlist. Making a playlist, is, it just makes it easier because you can just yeah. switch and go to the next one. And worse, then, like, I started off with just, like, Skyrim background music playing. That was the entire thing. It just led to three hours, uh, three hours of just play. Even because it, it's kind of neutral enough. Now, no matter what, unless you're going to a battle and then you just pick battle music and you have that like den na den na which is fine um but just normal music for most of the campaign you could pick skyrim or any game like that and just let it play and then leave it let it set and forget it it'll work trust me gotcha. <laughs> it'll just work. so just kind of leave it running kind of all the yeah. time and maybe you know in specific moments that you know ahead of time mm-hmm. you know, while everybody's rolling initiative you switch over to exactly yes i've done exactly what you suggested you know, that three-hour loop of Skyrim stuff. I've also done the Mandalorian theme song. Yeah. You can find an hour-and-a-half loop of that, and that's kind of chill, but at the same time has its high points. So, like, it's a good it's a good thing to keep people kind of concentrating on what's going on. Have, so, looking at this, some people suggest only using music in dramatic scenes. What's your opinion on that? I think... That works. So I've seen um, other, or I've listened to other podcasts where the music is silent and the music comes on during a scene, which works. If you watch movies, music is not playing all the time. It's only, it plays most of the time, honestly. If you listen to the, uh, if you really paint it in movies, it's always something playing in the background, but it gets louder during those dramatic moments. Um, I personally feel that just having subtle background music on all the time kind of just keeps people in the mood, and I prefer that one. Uh, but I, there's nothing wrong with this is a moment put on music, and then people start to get into it more. Um, I would say that if you do it that way, it kind of trains your the the players or whoever's in it, like the subconsciously to oh the music is on, you'll just get into it more. Uh, whereas because in for instance, descent to the void at any moment shit could hit the fan something could happen um and by having like the normal background music on for the scene like if they're 
traveling in a whimsical in a in a misty forest. I'm gonna just during that entire time, even though it's not dramatic, it's still kind of creepy. It's still um I want them to always have that feeling of being on edge. And then like when something big dramatic happens, stop it, then put on the dramatic music. So the other benefit to I I I think to the way you do it where the music's always going is you also have the option of making it seem dissonant by all of a sudden not having music. Yeah. Totally. Good point. So I, I know that's some of the some of the more interesting effects like you see because like you mentioned in movies, there's always some sound. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think um, Quantum of Solace is the one that I think I remember best doing this, the James Bond movie, mm-hmm. where there was a scene where it was like there was just no sound in it intentionally. Like it was this big car chase through the desert and they just there was just no sound. And, you know, they even washed out the colors. So it just seemed something like you're just like looking at it like, why is this happening this way? You know, because you're so used to it the other way. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, that shows the power of music. Even not having it, sh- like you just get a feeling like there's no music playing, there's nothing, it's silence. Brings about an emo- brings about emotion. Like even if you ever seen Atomic Blonde in the movie, when she- in the scene when she's like fighting everyone on on uh, on the staircase, it's completely silent, and all you hear is just the punches and the kicks and the screams. And that's supposed to, it's because that's what you're focusing on, on that. Like it's more intense, and I think silence is still music, in a way. Yeah, yeah especially when you're you're. In, in the contrast mm-hmm. exactly so, yeah yeah so i had a I had a fun thought so we already mentioned we mentioned skyrim we mentioned mandalorian and mass effect you want to do a back and forth on other things that have a good soundtrack oh yeah world of warcraft okay blizzard uh, makes amazing music blizzard uh borderlands Oh, Borderlands is fantastic. Um, I would say um, Avatar The Last Airbender has amazing music that mm. make you feel uh, as the TV show. Yeah, no, I've just, I'm trying to, I don't think I've ever really listened to just the music from that. I've seen the show, but I've never really thought about the music. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings, obviously. Oh, yeah, totally. Um any, anything by John Williams, so that would be <laughs> Indiana Jones, the Star Wars, Harry Potter. It's just any of those are amazing. He's just an amazing uh, um, composer as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I was like, John Williams, um, Hans Zimmer, and Danny Elfman are like oh, yeah. the top three in in the entire industry. Um, oh, totally. The the original Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'm not going to speak to the quality of the movie, but the soundtrack <laughs> is is really good for you know your fantasy games. Totally, I, I, I yeah, I know exactly. I've seen it, and yes, the movie eh, questionable, but the music yes it is pretty good. Uh, also, think anime music is really good. Like, um, I love music by. Um, make sure I'm saying is um, Yuki Hiyashi. He does stuff like. Um, uh, Haikyuu and other anime uh, like that and like it's just really dramatic music that gets you in a moment because like you know anime is extremely over the top and not really? nothing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a truly a hyperbole to life um, and that's so we when we came out as a tense of the void we were like it's an anime centric um, 
podcasts or, or, or campaign because everyone's just really dramatic, not in the sense where they're overacting, but it's like something, if something's happening, it's going to be big. Um, and we did use a lot of um, music from another anime called Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is like intense. It's very, anime music is very intense, very quick and very spot on. Like, like you listen to him, like this is a scene when the character is fighting another character and it must be an intense. And I'm like, yep, put that on loop to invoke that feeling. So, don't be afraid to use anime music. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Do you have a, a recommended anime? Um, obviously, you've mentioned a few here, but are there are there any others that you think are really good for people to check out? Um, Attack on Titan. If you have like a dark campaign, like like ours, <laughs> which is like just big, uh, dr- like drums and horns, and it's just like and then like, it's intense. It's fast paced. It'll keep you on edge because if you can imagine like Attack on Titans about giant Titan like sized monsters uh, eating people. So if you can think about that, how intense that is, <laughs> the music has to equal that intensity. So you have an intense. Um, uh, campaign that that's like an excellent soundtrack to use very cool i admit it, i haven't watched very much anime in the past decade or so but it's um i think um full metal alchemist oh yeah yeah that, uh, that one's obviously it's not the the big intense battles as much but you know it's got a lot more i think diversity in it because there's a lot of different types of scenes in that one i'm trying to think of any other really good good ones to recommend and i'm kind of drawing a blank here for anything by um uh, hiroki sawano he did like um he does a whole bunch of music including attack on titan but he does a whole bunch of different other anime like um uh kill a kill um gundams uh things like that and uh, you know that those are epic uh animes and his music are just like the only thing i can say is that to describe his music is just epic. And if you have a campaign when epic things happen, pull from Hiroki Sawano. So, things like that. Okay, I don't have a composer, but I do have another series. Uh, the theme music from the Metal Gear series. Oh my goodness, yes. I We have used that. They have perfect covert-like music, especially, that's intense. So every time they're sneaking around, like when I'm playing in my non-recorded... Uh, um, session or if i'm just playing it for our session and i'll just change it in post i use that like they're sneaking around being chased i'll, I'll pull some metal gear solid music because <laughs> it's so yeah. good yeah so listeners i think what we're really getting at here is there's a lot of stuff out there you know don't be afraid to experiment with it don't be afraid to ask your players for for um uh, recommendations you know, especially if you happen to have a player that is, you know, that went to school for music and knows how to to compile those things, you know, get them in on it. Oh, totally. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, really quick. I asked my, my players to pick. Uh, I, I was like, these are songs we have license to pick like your theme song or pick a song that means to you and I'll add it to your playlist. And I even had them make their own playlist. Like, make me a playlist that is your character. Both real songs like a lot of a lot of players pick like 80 songs on a spotify playlist that's like this is monaco's playlist or something like that one of the characters and then i'm like picking out now pack pick an actual playlist that songs that we'll use in for your character in the campaign so that gets them involved and it makes them feel more like i had a piece in making the campaign making the quality of the campaign oh yeah yeah i know i like that a lot even if you're not going to use that music mm-hmm. it makes them star yeah 
it makes them start thinking like what kind of music like really portrays my character mm-hmm. like that's you know because we have this the uh, website we let's uh, advocate i guess is the best word for it it's called the hundred most important questions for your character it's from mini world and you know it's this generic list of like what is your middle name what who are your parents what do they do to what do you do on a saturday night if you're not adventuring you know just that full list of things but they don't have questions about like what kind of music exemplifies your character and now i'm sitting here thinking about tam west crown and trying to figure out like what is her theme song you know when she goes to wrestlemania what plays when she tromps her way down the aisle mm-hmm that's going to bother me the whole rest of the night, and I'm going to stop <laughs> worrying about it right now because otherwise I'm going to sit here quietly uh, staring off in the distance. So, <laughs> You know, I think we've pretty well established music equals good. Yeah. You know, even if you're still just kind of figuring it out, it's hard to do it wrong unless you're doing it intentionally wrong. Any other closing thoughts? Any other bits that you're just like, man, I can't wait to bring this up, but it hasn't come up yet. Uh, so my, my, I guess my final thoughts are is just le- the music. Believe in the music. It's hel- it's cathartic. It's um, inspirational and it's healing. And you can, although we like to separate our real lives from the game, it could help when to deal with our real life problems and just it's therapeutic and for people who are just shy away from using music or trying their best trying shying away afraid to make their own music just don't uh be afraid hop right into it it's so peaceful and to see something that you've worked on so much be put on and then your players or your dm or what have you um saying wow this is great and that you'll feel amazing like it's worth it it's it can be hard work but it's worth it in the end Great. Uh, I think my my closing thought is, if you do reach that point where you're just like it's just one more thing, and you know you're sitting here thinking like these guys don't know what they're talking about. It's just that's just too much. Just have one of your players do it. Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee, there's probably somebody in your group who's just like, yeah, I would love to. That sounds great. I'll do that. And giving them that little bit of control, like you mentioned earlier, it makes them feel more invested because now they're they're in charge of something that's important to the game. Uh, but that, that's pretty much it for us. Um, this is one of those times where we're both kind of on the same page where we're both very much like, yes, music is good. Mostly because I also can't imagine somebody being like, no music bad, (laughs) Uh, especially in something you were, you're creating media, you know, every TV show movie. I mean, heck there are times when I read books and I can hear the music in the book. It's Mm -hmm. just. It's such an omnipresent thing. We hope that you guys learned you learned something from this, that you took something away, even if it's just a renewed desire. I know I got the Bardley website, and I'm going to sit down with like all the characters I currently play and try to figure out what their theme song is and what other music really goes with them because you know it's a good insight. And other than that, uh, Omar, thank you very much. Um, a Tale of D20s will be linked in the show description, as well as all the social media posts when this goes up. So look for them. They've, you know, they've got two. By the time this comes out, I imagine the Starfinder one will will have joined them. And uh, give them a listen. And if you're from the Tale, of, one of the Tale of D20s feeds, come check us out. We uh, we're kind of vulgar, but 
we try to have a good time. <laughs> Love a good time. Goodbye, listeners. Bye, everybody. Take care. Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Music by Lee Rosevere. Serpent Skull and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.